Good evening, church. My name is Ellie, and tonight I'll be sharing with you why I've chosen to be baptised this year. I walked away from the church as a teenager and young adult and was living life according to my own rules. I wasn't seeking a relationship with God, but was seeking what the world had to offer instead. This way of life left me feeling depressed and anxious, and I was overcome with shame and guilt of things I had done. Thankfully, I came back to church at 25, and God filled me with this extraordinary sense of peace. Several prayers were answered in my life, and once I felt God's grace, I couldn't go back. However, there was one part of my life that I could not let go of, and I wanted to keep control of this. After four years of trying to push God away from this area, I had some prayer counselling sessions with Sarah Jacoby, and this is when God took control. I sat back and watched as my life was turned upside down in the space of a day. It became clear to me that God didn't want me to be in a relationship where we didn't share the same beliefs and where my values were continually compromised. Losing this significant relationship is what it took for me to be ready for God to take hold of all aspects of my life and to surrender to him. I learnt being in that relationship was a direct disobedience to God and there were consequences to this. Acts of obedience is how we show our love and faith to God. God has placed the right people in my life when I needed them most. Kathy Osborne has provided me with so much encouragement and advice with the struggles I faced as a new Christian and the way my life group fell together this year with such supportive people is such a blessing. My first step in in trusting God wholeheartedly is to be baptised and leave behind my old ways of wanting to be in control. As Pastor Matt says all too often, we need to let God be God. To finish up with a verse from Mark 8, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. Thank you. Awesome, yeah. Round of applause. Let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this precious young woman. Lord, thank you for the privilege of being able to have walked uh, with her the last few years. Lord, you've chased her down. Lord, from the first night I saw her, you placed her on my heart for a reason. Lord, I see this young woman with a very generous heart, one that cares and loves people. Lord, as she takes this very significant step towards you, Holy Spirit, come in much greater capacity than she's been able to hold before. Lead her and guide her. Grow her in courage and in wisdom. Lord, help her to always turn her face towards you when life's challenges come, as they always do. Remind her, always remind her of the times that she has known without a doubt. And Lord, the journey she's been on the last few years as she's wrestled and struggled and questioned, Lord, you continued to chase her down to the point that she knew, that she knew what was right before you. Continue to chase her down, continue to call her forward. Lord, she has gifts and talents, expand these. Lord, there is a light over her that is going to, bright, it's going to shine out and touch others with a lightness of spirit. So Lord, bless her and keep her and make your face shine upon her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Ali, I just want to also say to you, like, um, reading your testimony and even just standing here, like, I think there's two things that really encourage me about you, like the fact that, like, you would be fully obedient to God. Um, it's not easy when we want to hang on to things that, you know, that we hold parts of our life, but to fully give your life over to God is just incredible. And I love the fact as I was standing in hearing um, Catherine pray, like, like, well done for getting a mentor in your life and having someone else journey alongside you, you know, and that can sow into you and strengthen you. So you, to me, you're just such a great encouragement and, and that model, that's a model for our young adults to continue to journey forward having um, other people that have, wiser people, Catherine, that have gone before us, so beautiful. Hey, put your hands together for these guys. Awesome. Where is Mitch sleep? Put your hands together for Mitch and his brother, Jackson. Keep going, because I guess that's it. They wanted, to walk, they wanted to come from all the way at the back so they get the longest clap, so there you go, guys. All right, mate. Over to you. Come forward a bit. Sorry. Um, G'day everyone, my name is Mitch uh, and tonight I'll be sharing a little bit of my uh, faith journey. Uh, As a kid, I grew up in church and attended One Hope back when it was just Barable Hills as a Sunday school kid, Uh, then found another church in 2011 and was there until I left church, but I'll get into that later, sorry. Um, and I started coming back along to church because of my brother Jackson in late 2019. Um, and when you grow up in church, I feel that you can sort of really take, uh, take everything in church for granted, and I did just that. I was never really intentional with my faith at all, even into my mid-teens. Um, when I was around 16, however, I got caught up in the mindset that everything I believe in needs to be backed by facts and logic. And it took me down a path where I started to ask more questions, but those questions left me with doubts about my faith and my salvation due to a couple of poor experiences in the church. The most memorable of which was being told that I wasn't actually saved if I couldn't speak in tongues, and the lie that I wasn't allowed to have any doubts about anything, so I started to disregard Christianity as brainwashed brainwashed rubbish. Um, When I was 18, I left the church altogether, but still kept calling myself a Christian for some reason. Um, I never did go out and do anything wild, no clubbing or excessive drinking or drugs or anything like that, but I think I could have just left the planet for a year and no one would have even known any difference. I was really just existing. I would go to work for the day, come back, gym, eat, sleep, repeat until the weekend, then just stay home all day not really do much on the weekends and then just do it all again next week. Life was really just happening around me. Then nearing the end of 2019, my brother Jackson persuaded me to come back to church under the pretense that there were pretty girls. Now, I'm not going to comment on that, um, but what kept me coming back on Sunday nights was the sermons. And uh, funnily enough, I heard a message one Sunday that was fairly... Uh, recent, like when I just recently started coming back, that put my mind to ease uh, about some doubts that I had, uh, where I remember Pastor Matt Jacoby saying that it was actually okay to have doubts, and that was really the first time that I'd heard that in church. Um, After that, I felt that it was actually okay for me to ask questions around the doubts that I did have, and I want to thank Josh Mills as well, 
uh, for inviting me into a young adult life group led by Rowan and Lindsay Henry, who aren't here tonight, but um, I want to thank them as well. And that was a space where I was allowed to ask questions and voice my thoughts and not feel any judgment about that. And it was always handled with such grace by everyone in the group. So I want to thank everyone in that group as well. And I want to thank my current young adult life group leaders as well, Cam and Elise Petrusma, who continued to provide an amazing space where I'm allowed to still be accepted just as I am, really. And I'm incredibly thankful for those guys to have as leaders. Um, another message that was really drilled into me through the sermons was the concept of grace. And grace is something that I'd obviously learnt about having grown up in the church, but it was really just sticking out to me this time. And the idea that I could have a sort of fatherly love that I had never really felt before, it was a hard concept to understand. And I'd also struggled with um, the um, idea of any sort of self-worth, but I truly received that grace in 2020 where I'd say I definitively, definitively gave my life to God. Since then, I've continued to learn more about God's plan for my life and more about the idea of a true life mission over the course of 2021. Tonight, I'm getting baptised to symbolise publicly that I am washing the old self away and choosing to pick up and bear my cross daily living my life to the best of my ability to further the kingdom of God. As it says in Matthew 28, we are called to go and make disciples of all nations. And this is my declaration that that is the aim for my life. Thank you. Awesome round of applause. Lord, I just want to pray for Mitchell and thank you for putting such a great young man in the lives of everyone who he has around him and fulfilling his life with such an impactful and meaningful community. I want to thank you for the grace that you extend to all of us and the grace that he's taking up today on his journey with you. But just thank you so much for putting him in all of our lives because they would not be the same without him. And thank you for showing him how much he means to you and everyone around him. Pray that after today you'll continue to journey with him and give him the wisdom and wherewithal and the grace and patience that you can, only you can fill him with and to continually grow him in his journey with you. Bless him and keep him in your precious and holy name. Amen. Amen, amen. Before you head off, I, I, the one thing that really encourages us about this, I love that your brother's standing alongside you and it reminds me of kind of myself coming back into into faith and into the church was because I had a big brother that was looking out for me. So, mate, real, I want to honour you as you stand alongside your brother, that you care for him enough to see him come back into the faith. So, beautiful. Thanks, mate. Good work. All right. Put a smile on your face, George. Come on, mate. Get up on the platform. You saw him on church news. Now you're going to see him share his testimony. Put your hands together for him. And Sally... Over to you. All right. Hey, church. Um, for those that don't know me, I'm George. Um, I've been coming here to One Hope for about four and a half years. Um, I'm very grateful for some mates uh, who got me connected here back in 2018, like Ian Ferripus and Sam Nichols. I know they're here tonight. Um, I grew up in an Orthodox Christian household where Biblical values were instilled in me, and I know that my parents, who aren't here tonight, uh, to the very best they understood, have done an awesome job in raising me up. 
Uh, for most of my life, especially after high school, uh, my faith wasn't really going anywhere. Um, I was just kind of going to church because it was the Christian thing to do, uh, where my belief system ended at, I'm a Christian because I go to church, when it was really so much more than this. I struggled a lot with fear and very much so the fear of people, uh, people's opinion of me, what people thought of me, and what I would conjure up in my mind about what other people might be thinking of me. Uh, afraid of letting people down and making mistakes, uh, especially growing up in sport, that I would let everybody down. All this fear led me to living with such a low self-esteem, a low sense of value, a false perspective and identity of my life and believing that my life was useless, worthless and that I was a waste of space in this world that drove me to consider suicide and ending it all. Uh, all because of this bondage of fear that I was living under, I had no sense of identity. Even though I hated my life and considered ending it, um, on the 16th of December 2017, uh, I decided to not give in to that. I chose to just start all over again. I was done with the way my life was, and I knew there just had to be some, there had to be more to my life than this. It took me a while to realize that this was God at work in me, um, but I just didn't see that yet. I began searching and exploring what my true identity was. Uh, then out of the blue, uh, Ian uh, got in contact with me and started inviting me to One Hope. And from there, I reconnected with uh, Sam Nichols and Jackson and guys that I went to high school with. Um, and just to those three guys, Ian, Sam and Jackson, I just can't thank you guys enough um, for heeding God's voice and pressing in and discipling me in what was a new beginning for my life. Um, I will later discover where my identity lies, and that's in Jesus. See, I never really knew God relationally. I never really had a relationship with him. And it wasn't until August 2020 that I started to hear more and more about having a relationship with God. And to me, that was just a strange concept at that time. Uh, at that time, I heard God say to me one night that we don't have a relationship. I don't know you. This led to months of seeking God and trying to understand and comprehend what it means to live in relationship with God. Fast forward um, to Young Adults Camp 2021, um, to our Saturday night service uh, during worship, I just heard God say into my heart that we now have a relationship. On this exploration and intentionally seeking of understanding and relationship with God, on the 11th of November, 2020, I completely surrendered myself to God and truly accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. God saved me that day. From that day onwards, onwards, it was all about God's purpose and his will for my life that I wanted to follow. But I had never really considered baptism until now. And what I want to declare tonight is that my life is not my own. It never was. The life I grew up with, my past has been washed clean through the blood of Jesus. 
and that the barometer of God's love for me is Christ crucified. And as Paul says in Colossians 3, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. And also in Romans, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. That to live with God, to follow Jesus and run the race he's calling me to is a life that is countercultural and walking fearlessly by faith, denying myself and picking up my cross and following him. Thank you. Awesome. Round of applause. <laughs> Sal, you want to pray for George, please? Awesome. Well, um, George is a legend, as you all know. Um, and George comes into the office with me once a week for about three hours. And we quite regularly order some potato cakes and chips from next door and um, have some great chats over lunch. And uh, he has some incredible insights uh, into God. And um, I've really loved getting to know you, uh, George. And George is a bit of a sporty guy. And uh, over one of these lunches, he shared with me a little bit about uh, what, it, uh, what his, his worth used to be based on. And as a sporty guy, and he used to talk about how, you know, his mood and his demeanour would just depend on how he performed on the basketball court each week, um, whether he did well or whether he didn't do well. And, um, and he said, but now I know that my worth is in Jesus and that doesn't change from week to week. And... Um, I love that you kind of referred to this verse actually, George, but I wanted to read this verse to you tonight um, because uh, the greatest race is before you. And um, so I want to read to you from Hebrews, Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses and you're surrounded by your friends and your family tonight, George, throw off everything that hinders you and the sin that so easily entangles you. And George, run with perseverance the race that God has marked out specifically for you. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of your faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross for you, George. Scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, George, consider him who, who endured such opposition for sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So I'm just going to pray really briefly as well. God, we want to thank you for this incredible young man of God. We thank you for the way that you have been at work in his life. And we thank you uh, for the testimony that he's shared tonight. Lord, we want to pray your blessing over him, your protection over him. We pray that when times come, when he might have moments where he forgets his worth, Lord, I pray that he would firmly fix his eyes back on you, Jesus, and that you would remind him by your grace that he does not need to do anything to deserve your love. As life uh, leads him in all different ways, directions and as he um, does different things along the journey, God, I pray that he would always come back to you knowing that you are in control 
and that you have your sovereign hand upon his life and that he need only come back to your cross, Jesus, and that he can firmly plant his feet at the foot of your cross and everything will be okay. So we want to pray your blessing upon him, your protection and your grace and your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to say like it was... um it was so beautiful when I've always got this picture of you when you walked in to this this church and um, I felt like you know you came in with Sam and Ian and you were just like kind of this quiet guy that would sit at the table and you're kind of under their you know guidance of coming back into the house and it was I'm just blown away by what God's done with you in that time and I'm so, you know I know you acknowledge those guys but I'm so encouraged by by those guys because uh, again that just that kind of Stuff speaks my love language of what it is to journey with others, bring them in, and 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 for me, mate, that pastors in this church to have someone like you, part of our young adults community, the way you encourage me, you know, you, the way even this year coming back out of COVID and things being really hard, just being one of those people that were like, I want to help people get together, I want to help build a community of faith, and so personally for me, mate, I just want to honour you and acknowledge the blessing that you are to, for, for this church and even seeing you lead that grade three to five program I want to sneak my kids into the program so they can hang out with you mate so um you're a blessing and, and thanks again for like I feel like you're like a weight bearer with what you take on in this place as well so thank you yeah, hands give, give Georgie a clap beautiful thanks guys all right, where's Adele? Adele and Kimberly, spelled L-E-Y, because I spelled it wrong on the poster. I apologise. <laughs> yeah, did we give them a round? Did I tune out of that? Give them a round of applause. That's it. Over to you, mate. Thanks. Good evening, church. My name is Adele, for those of you that don't know me. Um, so I grew up in a Catholic church, so I've always had an idea of who Jesus was. However, the idea I had of him was that he was far away and judged me. I thought it would be like a point system to get into heaven. Because I believe these things, I always felt judged and unable to live up to an impossible standard. Um, I saw Christianity as a lot of rules and traditions. God became more and more irrelevant throughout my life. I only really went to church out of obligation and began to question why I even really went. A significant point in my walk, though, was when I was in year 12. My mum suggested that I do the Alpha course here at One Hope. At the time, I really didn't want to go, and I was embarrassed to go as well, but my mum insisted, saying that I'd love it, and, of course, mum was right. I loved it so much that I've done the course two more times since then. What was so powerful was I finally had someone explain to me what Jesus did on the cross, I was so in awe of it, and it was like my eyes had been opened to where he'd been in every single part of my life. Even though I now knew God better and wanted to have a relationship with him, I still didn't want to change the way I was living. I tried to do both for a while and ignore God's convictions, but it was like I was being pulled in two completely opposite directions. But I could never shake God, and he just kept knocking on the door of my heart. God just started to slowly show me the sin that was in my life. And although it didn't change all at once, he helped me change things one thing at a time to make lifestyle changes. I eventually lost all the friendships I had right before going to lockdowns in 2020. 
which was really hard not having contact with anyone other than my family. But God made it a huge turning point in my relationship with him. It was a situation where I didn't feel like I had to please anyone and I had no one pulling me into a different direction. I got to read the Bible for the first time for myself, not just have other people tell me about it, and I began to grow in a relationship with God. I eventually decided that I wanted to follow Jesus as I'd seen all he had to offer me and how much better it was than anything I could ever expect. It became so clear to me that there was no other way for me to live. Since being out of lockdowns, I've been able to connect with an amazing community of people who build me up in my faith. And God has laid so many foundations in my life that through this journey, I now know can't be shaken or destroyed no matter what. So today I stand before you all to declare my commitment to a life lived for Jesus. Amen, amen. Round of applause. I have the privilege of being able to hang out with this amazing young woman. Robbie actually connected us together um, some time ago and we just connected. Just, I said, no, we'll try it out. We'll have a chat, have a coffee, see how we go. And we just didn't draw breath. We just connected on so many levels. And it's been so beautiful to watch this a young woman who just has such a heart for God blossom in so many ways and we get to be involved in so many great conversations um, and I've been blessed to um, you know, be a part of meeting her family who are an amazing uh, supportive community of their own and, um, and are doing some amazing things for God in this community which is fantastic. Um, I am so blessed to be part of this journey with you and so excited today, like so excited today that you're going to jump in the tank and take this step. I know that you were baptised as a child, but this is you doing your grown-up baptism and saying, as an adult, I'm waving the banner of Jesus over my head. Yes. So let's pray. Father God, we are just so grateful to you for Adele and for her life. Lord, I'm thankful to you for the beautiful family of faith that she's grown up in, for her wonderful parents and grandparents who have left a great legacy for her. I thank you for this girl and her heart for you. She's so on fire and wants to follow you faithfully every single day. I thank you for the journeys that she's making into ministry. I thank you that she's so driven to read your word, to understand it and to press it into her life so that she's not just a reader but a doer. I thank you, God, that she takes on every single word she hears and wants to live it out with enthusiasm, with joy. I know every person here that knows her knows how enthusiastic she is as a follower of yours. And Lord, that's so contagious. Lord, we just want to see your spirit move in marvellous ways in her life. I know you've got an amazing plan for her, a plan to prosper her, a plan to grow her and to grow your kingdom by using her. Lord, would your Holy Spirit come right now and just pour out over her as she comes to know you more and more and goes into the depths of relationship with you. Nothing superficial. I know she wants to go deep and I know that as we seek that out, God, that you will fulfil that in us. Lord, I just pray this over her right now and commit her into your hands in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Del, you're such a blessing to our young adults community. I... I am so thankful for your parents that 
got you into that Alpha course and you did it a number of times. I'm thankful for people like Emma Clark and Maddie Blomfield that I didn't even know were running smaller Alpha courses so you could learn more about Jesus. You know, I'm thankful that you came and sought me. Like, I want to find someone else to walk alongside me. Well done for putting Kim in your life. And, you know, like the things that stick out to me is you, I, I love that I... Within our community, like you're known to be someone that people seek counsel from and like prayer from. If you need prayer, come see Adele. And, um, but when, you know, for me, that's like new people, who do I, who, you know, it's like you're just one of those beautiful people where it's like, oh, you know, I remember recently, like, oh, no, I love to have a great chat and we're already teed up for going out for, for dinner. I'm just like, thank you, Lord. Like, this is incredible. So just want to, just celebrate you and thank you for so much uh, for what you do for our church and what you do for our community and it's just a blessing to to serve the kingdom with you mate and, and to baptise you today and so I'm going to invite the other guys forward, the guys that are getting baptised got a couple of questions for you if you want to line up together share the mic if you want beautiful, alright, I ask you do you believe and accept that your life belongs to God? Do you acknowledge the authority of Jesus Christ and His Word in the Bible? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Are you willing to commit yourself to God and to a living and to live according to His plans for you? Yes. Beautiful. Last question. And for the times when you have not done so, do you accept the gift of forgiveness that comes through Jesus Christ? Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, you can now proceed to the baptism tank. All right. So. Awesome. Well, we're going to baptise these guys. We'll hand these mics off, Spikes, so we don't put them in the tank.